We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Father, it is in the name of Jesus that we come before your throne. This is the time for your word and we thank you that you are going to clarify your word even through your precious spirit. I humble myself before you and I, I pray my God speak through me in Jesus' precious name. And the church said, Amen and Amen. And we continue to labor on the not shaken theme. Because as your pastors, we want you to be immovable. We want you to be steadfast. We want you to be resolute. We want you to be fixed and firm despite the overwhelming circumstances that we are faced with financially. This morning, our finances are not making sense this morning. Mentally, some of us, we are in distress and we are depressed. Some of us relationally, you know, our relationships, they don't make sense as well and otherwise. But we are saying, do not be shaken. We can all agree even as we begin this message that Satan is fiercely attacking the male seed. Satan is attacking men more than ever before. And this has led to some of the ills that we see even within the society. We see the collapse of families. We see fatherlessness. We see high crime rates. We see a collapse in morals and the collapse in the main significance in our society. Many of us, when we look at you men, we feel we don't need you. You are not that important. But this morning I pray, may the Lord restore Istimasenu. May the Lord restore the fact that you are needed and you are significant. That is why as the Church Hope Restoration Ministries, we are celebrating you and we celebrate all the good works that you do in your family, in the church and within the society. It's no wonder, you know, when we talk about the attacks of male seed, it's no wonder that more men are in prison than women. It is no wonder that the suicide rate for men is higher than for women. The life expectancy for men is shorter than for women. More men are addicted to alcohol and drugs than women. And more men are mentally disturbed than women. You see that the, the enemy wants to destroy men. The enemy is in the business of destroying the male seed. But this morning, allow me to charge you men and say to you, when men stand, regardless of the missiles that the enemy is sending our way, I want us as men to stand. And when I say us, I understand I'm a woman, but I am talking to you, so I want to include myself. I want you as men to stand your ground and be the man that God has created you to be. I want you to embrace that which the Lord has created you to be. You are a man and you need to stand and not apologize for the man that you are. So when we say when men stand, we're talking about men who are standing for God's kingdom 
and are making a difference. When men stand, we are talking about men who are standing for families, men who are standing for the church, men who are standing for the society and the nation, men who choose God's side. They choose a side. They decide to we cannot remain on the fence. It's either God or the devil. But the men who are standing this morning, or the men that we are charging to stand, are the men who are choosing God's side. Men who swim against the tide. The tide of evil. The tide of pop culture. The tide that says God doesn't exist. But those men, they decide to swim against it. Men who live for a greater cause and a greater purpose. And I want us to go to the scripture. In Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30, when God saw Israel's sinful condition, he says in the book of Ezekiel 30, 22 verse 30, so I sought or I looked for a man among them who would make a wall. A man who would build a wall of righteousness and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it. And it continues to say, but I found none. But this morning I am so excited that here within this building, there are men who are ready to stand in the gap and build a wall of righteousness on behalf of the land, for the land and stand against the destruction of the land. And I want you men to understand that you are called for such evil times. You see, when Ezekiel wrote this, or the, when the book of Ezekiel was written, especially chapter 22, it describes the, the, the moral and spiritual collapse of Israel. It paints a picture of what happens when men don't stand. Firstly, you see that there was idol worship in the land. There was murder in the land. There was rape in the land. There was incest in the land. Fathers sleeping with their daughters. Sons sleeping with their mothers. There was fornication in the land. There was adultery in the land. There was brothers sleeping with sisters. Corruption and looting. For a moment, as I go through those things, can you not say these are the days that we are living in? This is the picture of the South Africa that we are living in. That is why we are saying to you men, you cannot remain seated. You cannot remain compromising when our nation is busy going down the drain. You need to stand, men. Because when you stand, we know our nation shall be preserved. During this time, even the church was in chaos. Prophets were deceiving people. Pastors were preaching whatever they wanted to, but the truth. Greedy politicians were in the land. Greedy business persons were in the land and exploiting the defenseless. The poor, the widows, and the foreigners were oppressed as well. That is why the Lord said, I looked for a man 
to stand up and take a stand for me against all this evil, to repair the defenses of the city, to stand in the gap and protect the land from destruction. This morning, God is still looking for a man who will stand and rebuild that wall of righteousness for the sake of this nation. In fact, God has also said through Jeremiah 5.1, roam back and forth, run to and forth through the streets of Jerusalem and look now and take note and look in her open squares to see if you can find a man as, as Abraham sought in Sodom, one who is just, who has integrity and moral courage. And I believe this morning we have such men, men who are just, men who are righteous in this place, men of integrity, men of moral courage. Therefore, the Lord says, I am looking for such men who are full of truth so that I would pardon Jerusalem. And the Lord this morning to us South Africans, he is saying so that I can pardon South Africa for the sake of the one man who is uncompromisingly a righteous person. So this morning it means a man standing in the gap is a just man, is a man of faith. And the Bible declares, therefore, in the last days the just shall live by faith. And we are talking to you, sir, this morning that you are a just man. You are a man of faith. A man who doesn't compromise. A man who doesn't conform to the evil culture of the day. A man who fearlessly lives out. You know, you live out your convictions. You are not afraid to pray in public. You are not afraid to pray in that restaurant because you want people to know and you are not ashamed that you are saved, that you know him as your father, that you have a relationship with him. So we are looking for those men this morning. The nation is crying out. Creation is groaning for those men to stand and fill and close that gap. Men who are going to stand for what they believe in. Men who can stand and say, God, whatever you want to do, do it through me. Men who understand that whether God blesses or curses the nation, it's directly linked to whether they want to stand or whether they want to compromise. Men who understand that God has called them, my daughter, I want you this morning, I know some of us, we've been telling you we can do this life without you. But I want you to know that God has called you for this time. And God expects you to stand. Please do not be intimidated by us. If there's one thing that the enemy is trying to do within the house of the Lord, is to separate the genders. But may we understand that as much as we feel so powerful as women, we cannot do some other things without you. And there are some other things that we can never do, but you can. Therefore, we need you. As much as you need us, we need you, man. Therefore, stand your ground. Courageously stand and be the man that God has created you to be. 
You may not be as educated as I am. You, not, you may not be as moneyed as I am. But men stand. Imandota. Utine. Umelu smagate. Umelu Jehovah. Stand. Rebuild the waste places. Raise all generational foundations. Repair the broken walls. Restore the paths and dwelling places. Man, you are called for this hour. What happens when men are standing? Families and communities are protected. Because a standing man is a man who's available. Is a man who's reachable. Is a man who understands that he's been called to stand guard and protect. Protect your family men. Protect your girls. Protect your sons. Protect your mothers. Protect your sisters. Protect your wives. Stand guard. Be vigilant. daughter. Be vigilant. And be watchful of the predators, of the vultures that wants to destroy families and the community. Men, you are called to train. Train our children well. Please be available and train. Be available, Baba. Don't miss in action. We need you to stand. If you don't know the word of the Lord from today, from the book of John, and just start and read and sharpen yourself during devotions. Don't be intimidated. We, we promise as your wives, we won't even laugh at you. We'll give you the respect and support you because we want you to be on the front lines. Who are being led by women. There's nothing wrong with that. But if ever there was a time we needed men to stand and show the way as women, it is now sitting above. Train our children. Serve the community, men. Serve above. Who are going to set aside time to serve humanity. Because if you do that, then we know our land is protected. Our land shall be preserved because men are standing. And this morning we are praying for the blessing of the Lord to be upon the land. But it can only come when men take their rightful place, when they take their rightful position. We believe God will pronounce a blessing upon the land just because you, Jango Baba, Umile, you as a young man, you are standing. That is why this morning I am not here to talk to fathers only. But I am talking to the main seed to say we need men who are going to stand. Because some of you young men, before you can be fathers, you need to be strong, standing young men. So that come the time when you are fathers, you know what is expected of you. Why then must men stand? Why do we need men to stand? The first thing. It's what I said to you, men. You are called for this hour. You are called for this hour. 
this hour of evil, realize that God has called and assigned you for this time so that you may stand and show the way, so that you may stand and be the light, so that you may stand and be the salt and preserve our nation from being ruined by sin and evil. You see, every time, and I said this before when I was preaching, to say every time there is a problem in the land, every time there is a problem in a nation, in a family, God would begin to locate and find a man so that that man can bring about change in that space where there is a problem. And I believe this is the day that the Lord not only is he looking for men, but the Lord has found you men. And the Lord is charging you men to say you are called for such a time. Do not despise yourself. You may not be perfect, but you are the right person. Because God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. If only you can avail yourself, I assure you, men of God, the Lord would begin to work in you and qualify you for the work that he has called you to do. You are called for this time. Isaiah says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ear shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And I believe even this morning, man, there are some things which are troubling you, some things that are making you to have sleepless nights. Those things are connected to your call. That is why Moses couldn't stand oppression that was connected to his call of being a deliverer. Some of you, you are deliverers, man. Please don't sleep on your calling. Stand and fulfill the purposes to which the Lord has created you for. God in his wisdom, he created you. And he chose that you should be alive now. Nothing is cut about Paul. Now, you see when we are faced with all these things, because the Lord knew that you are going to be a solution. You are going to bring some, some strategies, some ideas that are going to preserve the nation. So man, just be that man and stand in the gap. Miles Monroe says, whenever someone as rich as God invests his best in a dying market, that means he knows that is the investor. He knows something about the market that no one else knows. So, God has invested himself through Christ for our lives. Not only that, but God has invested you in this wicked, fallen, dying world. Because there is something that the Lord knows that you and I don't. So trust him. And therefore boldly stand to say, ha, you chose me. If I'm chosen, then I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to stand. Stand and do the will of the Lord for this time. See, it's difficult to stand when everyone is compromising. It's difficult to stand when everyone is sitting down. It's difficult to stand when everyone is doing as they please. Because you're going to be exposed. 
And when you are standing, the winds shire when a gun. Because you, you, you stand out because you are standing. People, they begin to call you names. You know the sad thing of being the man these days? There are some things that evil and wicked men have done in this nation. And unfortunately, you know, despite the good and godly efforts that you do, you know, you put in, in this nation, some of us, we are overlooking that. We're even calling you animals. And some of you, you think food is cool. Huh? What's up, dog? You think it's cool? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm that old school. I would never call myself something that I wouldn't want to become. So, so I am saying, some of you, I think it would pierce my heart to know in my heart of hearts to say, you know, I'm trying, I'm resisting temptations and I'm doing what is right and yet they still look at me as them. But men, despite that, stand. You are called in these times. Stand, men, and understand that yes, when you are standing, the heat is coming your way. You see, when the heat was on, the apostle said, none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. May you not be shaken, men. For as long as you know in your heart of hearts that with all your imperfections, the Lord is working on you. And the Lord is calling you righteous. Therefore, stand. Stand, men. And resist to the point of death if it calls you to. Let's just go to the second and the last one. And then I'll give... I'll hand over to you so that we may pray for men. The second thing that calls for you to stand is because you have what it takes. Ah, my daughter. You have what it takes. Not only has God created you, but in you, he, he, he instilled and he imparted things that you would need to fulfill your call. Just before you were created, ah, God, no, no, no. Before you were even created, the Lord knew the things that he needs to give unto you for you to fulfill your purpose in this wicked hour and uh, times that we are living in. So the Lord has given you gifts. The Lord has given you strength and wisdom. And the Lord has given you muscles. Please don't, don't show off. Those muscles pale. Make use of them and protect that which needs protection. Use those muscles so that even when the thief thinks of coming into that house, because they understand they are called for that. God has given you those muscles for a reason. See, every generation needs that spirit, spiritual, you know, a, 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 a spiritual remnant of men who are going to stand and say, we know 
this is unpopular, but we are standing for the sake of God, for the sake of his kingdom, for the sake of the nation. We are standing and we are ready to build walls and foundations which the devil has been trying to dismantle. You need to continue to build. Psalms 18, 32 to 34. It is God who arms me with strength. Man, I'm talking to you. It is God who arms you with strength. And he keeps your way secure. He makes your feet like the feet of a deer. He causes you to stand on high places. He trains your hand for battle. And your arms can, bow, can bend a bow of bronze. Therefore, use that which the Lord has equipped you with. Use it for the benefit of others. Notice that God has given you favor and influence. Don't sit on your money. Use your money to serve God's kingdom. Use your talents, your gifting to serve in the house. Serve your family. And do whatever that God has called you to. This is the reminder that Mordecai gave to Esther. You know, some of us were thinking, we just came into the palace just to enjoy the privileges of the palace. Mordecai, he had to remind Esther to say, do not think you are not going to be affected by this. Some of us, because our, house, our houses are fortified, we have, you know, medical insurance. We, that's why we don't think about the poor. That's why we don't think about the defenseless and the vulnerable. But then Mordecai had to remind Esther to say whatever is going to happen to the Jews is going to affect you as well. And listen what he says. He says, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise. And can I say this? I believe and we are praying for it, man. Relief and deliverance is coming upon this land. But don't let relief and deliverance come without you. May it come because you are part of it. Because it is coming. But be the part of the relief and the deliverance. That is why he says they would come, that those would come for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows? And I'm not even asking yet who knows. It's because I know that you have been called as a man in the kingdom of the Lord for such a time as this. So you know, you know that you are called and you know you have what it takes. And the third thing, understand what's at stake if you dare not stand. A lot is going to happen to this nation if you choose not to stand. Because if you do not stand, then your integrity, your courage, your righteousness is but in vain. So make sure just to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. But be a blessing wherever you are. May the nations of the world be blessed through you. Just like Abraham's blessings were the blessings for the nation. Men, you need to stand so that the family doesn't collapse. So that our children, they don't, they don't suffer. So that posterity of future generations, they survive as well. They are not doomed because men decided not to stand. And I understand, man, it's not easy to stand in this time and stand for injustice and stand for corruption against, actually, stand against those things. It's not easy because they can even target you and, and assassinate you and kill you. But which one is going to be? 
or you're going to stand for what you believe in. If we don't stand for our convictions, then why are we here, man? Why are we here? Because the Bible says true religion is to protect and provide for the poor, the widows, and the orphans. And if we are not going to protect the defenseless, if we are not going to speak for those who are voiceless, then why are we here? Whom are we trying to please? So we know what is at stake. And I want to read this scripture. Another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, nor the work which the Lord had done for Israel. If you decide to compromise, understand, compromising may be personal. Disobedience may be private. There may be private compromising, it might be private, but it is never personal. It's going to affect a whole of us because when you decided to compromise, ask Achan, he compromised and his family was killed. So if we do not stand, then the future generation won't know. The younger generation won't know what is expected of them. And you think we are faced with challenges. More challenges are going to face them. That is why, as men, we need to stand.